He'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget, uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace givings uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well, uh, give website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Shall we pray? Oh, gracious Father in heaven, we come again thanking you for your many blessings. Many blessings that we don't deserve, but you keep on being an awesome God in our lives anyway. Bless this your weak feeble servant that I am. Give me a word. Those who under the sound of our voice who need to hear uh, hope and inspiration, motivation in their life. Oh God, we love you. We thank you. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. Oh my Savior, my Redeemer. In Jesus the Christ's name, we pray it all. Amen. Again, in the book of Acts, we'll be been in Acts, we'll be in Acts uh, for a little time. Acts chapter 4, starting with the 13th verse this week. And the series is all about the kingdom. Uh, we're going to press on. And um, just to give you insight for future, I may be changing this going new series for chapter 5. But we'll finish out Peter and John. Uh, this fourth chapter before we move on. Again, the series is all about the kingdom, Acts chapter 4, verse 13. I'll be reading the CSB translation, whatever translation we ask that you follow along. Uh, verse 13 says, when they observed the boldness of Peter and John and realized that they were uneducated and untrained men, they were amazed and recognized that they had been with Jesus. And since they saw the man who had been healed standing with them, they had nothing to say in opposition, after they ordered them to leave the Sanhedrin, they conferred among themselves, saying, What should we do with these men? For an obvious sign has been done through them, clear to everyone living in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But so that this does not spread any further among the people, let's threaten them against speaking to anyone in this time and hit this name again. So they called for them and ordered them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. Peter and John answered them, Whether well, it is right in the sight of God for us to listen to you rather than to God, than to God, you decide, for we are unable to stop speaking about what we have seen and heard. After threatening them further, they released them. They found no way to punish them because the people were all at giving glory to God over what had been done. For this sign of healing, had been performed on a man over 40 
years. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand for ever. Uh, I just want to tag this week's sermon in the series. Uh, it's all about the kingdom. Uh, this title for this sermonic notes are the bold and the powerful. The bold and the powerful. Throughout the history of man and of us, we have seen and used various products for various duties and jobs in our lives. And each product, for whatever purpose you need it for, will boldly proclaim you will never ever use anything else in your life that is better than what we have here. You will never find anything better than what you have purchased right here. We boldly proclaim that nothing compares to what you have in your possession right here. And as you go through life, you realize everybody boldly proclaims that they have what you are looking for and nothing compares to them. The enemy will try and tell you that whatever you have going on in your life, that there is no way out and there is no way you will make it through. He is bold in proclaiming that the thing that you are stuck in will get the best of you and bring you down. So there is no need to pray. There is no need to read the word. There is no need to keep on keeping in the name of Jesus. He is the enemy. He is a trickster and a conniver, and a con man, and a snake oil salesman, and he's a liar, and a hope stealer, and he's a hater of all God's worshipers, and did I mention that he is out to get you from, and us from, to stop praising the Lord. He will be bold in his attack on God's children. That is why we have to be bold and stand for the Lord. And speaking of bold, this morning we see Brother Peter and John in the next phase, same place, next phase of the questioning for the in front of the Sanhedrin Council. First, let's look at the boldness of Peter and John. Verse 13 said, when they, when they observed the boldness of Peter and John, <laughs> boldness and Boldness is a word that means lucid, that, that lucid uh, uh, word that, 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 that means that clear, that is undeniable, that uh, is a daring statement. The Greek word actually means, is a parisia, and that means telling it all, telling it like it is. That's what boldness is. And God can use anybody he wants to as long as they're bold for Christ. There should be some quantifying evidence that you have been with Jesus, and boldness is one of those. See, I can tell folk who've been in the Word. I can tell folk who've been praying. I can tell folk who've been trying to live right because they're bold in their presence. <laughs> God can use whomever he wants to as long as... They are bold for him. See the backdrop, the 
backstory on Peter and John, they were fishermen. Here they are with the mitigated audacity to the gall to stand in front of this group of educated religious leaders, being fishermen, uneducated, untrained, but they realized that they had been with Jesus. And oh, brothers and sisters, when you've been with Jesus, you you get a sense of boldness. That's the way it is in the world. Well, you've been around some folk and you just love being around them because they gave you a sense of you should be here. You're not taking away from it, but you're adding to it. You're giving boldness to the situation. And they didn't also like the fact that Peter was substituting. See, Peter untrained and uneducated, but yet he knew the scripture of the Old Testament. And in my scholarly study, and it says that he is here talking about passages of the Old Testament, but instead of using the tense of to come, he used Jesus' name in because he's already came. Old Testament prophesies about um, the concealing of who it is that was coming, and they were speaking of the future in Old Testament. The New Testament reveals, it opens up uh, the book and delves deep into who Jesus really is, the gospel. Here they are, Peter and John, standing boldly in front of the Sanhedrin council. Now, boldly speaking your mind, boldly telling like it is, without regards for how others going to think about them. That's the problem with some of us in church, too. We, we are concerned with how others perceive us, how others think about us. And instead of being concerned how it is with God, we're concerned how man thinks about us. Now, that's the kind of power the Holy Spirit gives to be bold is that speaking your mind kind of thing where the Holy Spirit gives you power and you do God's business. <laughs> the other way is you create some statics. If you in your flesh speaking your mind, you create static, you create confliction, you create drama. That's what a lot of folk like to see in the church. They like to see somebody up talking their mind and this wrong-mindedness and causing problems in the church. That's one thing we know about Jesus, that if you've been in his presence, it's, it's an undeniable mark on you. It reflects, it's a reflection. It's constituted on your speech, on your walk, on your look, that Jesus has been, you have been with you. Now, how do you say we be with Jesus now? Well, you read your word and you pray and you go and worship at his house of worship. And that's the presence that you want to have with Jesus. And then when you're with Jesus, you got power. It's bold and the powerful. You, you are powerful in the presence of the Lord. Gives you the power to love your haters. <laughs> Give you power to help others. He, Give you the power to serve others. Those who may get on your nerve, you still serve. And, and he gives you power to obey his word. That was boldness in their presence. Yeah, they, that should be proof of the presence of God's changing power in your life. 
Told you last week, people ought to be accurate when they accuse you of praising God too much and be accurate in blaming you for being too loud for the Lord. Peter and John standing boldly in front of this crowd, standing in front of this educated crowd, this group of educated religious men. Telling them that Jesus is the reason why this man was healed. <laughs> yeah, they, they knew it. The, the crowd knew it. Sanhedrin knew it. See, the devil knows all about God. He, the devil and the demons fear God. They already, he already fears Jesus. He, he know that Sanhedrin knew what had happened. They couldn't, they couldn't deny it. They couldn't. Uh, refute it, but they didn't want to be allowing that name to still be used because they thought they had gotten rid of him, and they didn't want to give power to a name that's something they had tried to get rid of. Oh, but you know, brothers and sisters, that the enemy knows that if you put um, your faith in the name of Jesus, that Things will start happening and will keep happening. So whatever you may be facing in this world, keep on living in the name of Jesus. If Whatever you're facing in this life, keep on praying in the name of Jesus. Whatever you may be thrown your way, keep singing in the name of Jesus. And watch these things uh, work out for your good and his glory. And then secondly, we see Peter John being defiant because being defiant is required to follow Jesus. Look at the verse, you know, look, 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 look at verse 18. So they called for them and ordered them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. Peter and John answered here the defiance, whether it's right in the sight of God for us to listen to you, rather then God, you decide. <laughs> Peter said, you decide. For we are unable to stop speaking about what we have seen and heard. Uh, Peter, Peter's filled with the spirit again. That spirit gives you some boldness. Council saying, you do whatever you want to. Just don't do it in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Council said, you go, you go do whatever you want to. Just don't do it in that name. That name of Jesus. See, the world is guilty of trying to shut down the work of the church in the name of Jesus. Yeah, the work, work, the world is trying to shut you down because the Lord is working in your life. And they don't want, they don't want to lift up the name of Jesus. But that was boldness in Peter and John's defiance. Yeah, you sometimes have to come to a decision. I don't have time to go deal with it, but the Bible says to obey the civil authorities in our life, the government. But sometimes if the government goes against the word of God, you have to choose the word of God. That's what anybody who's over you for whatever position, if it goes against the word, you can't do it. Because God gives authority to those people, but 
He's the final authority, and you must do what God says to do. See, that was defiance, boldness in the defiance, but that was humility in the decision to listen to Jesus. Jesus told him the spirit will work for him. Jesus told him that you got to be bold in this word. Jesus told him that I won't be here, but my the comforter will come, the Holy Spirit. Provide your power from on high. I told you last week that there's not confidence, but Godfidence in those for the Christians, those of us who love God. That's knowing that I can't, but knowing that he will. Yeah, people know you have been delivered, but they'll keep on testing your spiritual strength. Yeah, they'll keep on, not only the devil, the enemy, but he'll use people. They'll keep testing your strength to see where they can push the buttons to cause you to move this way in that. But don't give up heart. Don't give up hope. Obeying God will pay off, as the songwriter said, after a while. Because you shouldn't have to think about whether to, work, to obey God or not. You should be bold in your stance and have some holy boldness Boldness to be powerful. Boldness to stand against the devil. Boldness to proclaim the mighty word of God. No matter where you are. No matter what you do. Because you got to keep reminding the devil that he's already tried and failed. But it's by the power of Jesus that we live our faith in this world. So don't let nobody try to steal your power. Don't let nobody try to dampen your boldness. For you see what happens in the end, right? Right there in chapter 21, or chapter verse 21, chapter 4. Lastly, we look at giving glory should be contagious. After they had said, for we are unable to stop talking about what we've seen and heard. So the council, after threatening them further, they released them. Because they found no way to punish them. Because, this is the point, the people were all giving glory to God over what they had seen. For this man had been lame for 40 years. And sometimes you know that it had to be the Lord. Sometimes it should not be difficult to realize that it was God and God all by himself. Don't get caught up listening to man. Because God will always win in the end. Don't get caught up listening to men. Because God has the final say-so. Because the enemy is trying to silence the church. The enemy don't want you to pray in the name of Jesus. The enemy don't want you to praise in the name of Jesus. Do everything else. 
but don't give God the glory. <laughs> Do everything else. You can get more money, buy new cars, get bigger houses, but don't give glory to the Lord. Do everything else, but don't praise his name, because the devil knows that if you praise his name, things will start happening in your life. Because the devil knows that if you praise his name, he's got to start reminding you of what you used to be and what you used to do and where you used to go. But don't let the devil take up real estate in your mind. Don't let the devil have a partition in your mind trying to bring you down. You got to be bold and powerful in serving the Lord because he will Yes, make a way out of no way. He will turn crying into shouting. He will, yes, work it all out for his glory and your good. Isaiah 60 and 22 says, when the time is right, I, the Lord, will make it happen. Lamentations 3.22 Because of his faithful love, we do not perish, for his mercy is never end. And I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm asking for boldness to stand on my feet, boldness to stand against the wiles of the devil, boldness to proclaim the unbegotten the powerful name of Jesus. And if there's anybody out there who's seeking some power, just call his name. His name is Jesus. And whatever you need, he will provide. So what should we do now? The bold and the powerful. Keep on standing. Keep on praying. Keep on loving, keep on trusting, keep on having a God-like presence in your life, because he will, he will make everything all right. If I was in church right now, I'd say, somebody say yes, say yes. If you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better, uh, and get saved, allow him to come into your life, simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org. Or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org. Contact us. 
and someone from our discipleship team uh, will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line. We love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you. And we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say.